0: Welcome to another episode. hope you guys are feeling amazing. I'm feeling pretty good. It's raining outside. Today, we are talking about why the size of your location matters. It matters. And it matters a lot in probably ways that you're not aware of. So we're going to talk about in this episode, common sizes, the different scenarios by which you want to consider larger or smaller spaces. And then lastly, we're going to talk about some of the implications around your location size that may not be obvious to you. And so let's dive into it. Naturally, as you are looking for locations, you're going to be looking at locations that are various sizes. And you're going to be asking yourself, is this right for me? And the goal is by the end of this episode for you to have a bit more clarity, depending on what the uniqueness of your situation is. Because as you guys know, and if you've listened to the podcast or watched our YouTube videos, I'm oftentimes trying to give you guys the understanding that there is not a one size fits all scenario. Everyone Who's listening to this is going to have different desires for their brand, their menu, their customers, and none of it's right or wrong. There are just different implications for different decisions. And so, you know, a couple of the first questions that you're going to want to ask yourself are one, what kind of environment am I in? Meaning, am I in a downtown area or looking downtown? Is that one of the available options? Or am I in a suburban environment? Am I in a rural environment? Because in downtown environments, while seating is helpful and important, it's not the most important thing. Because oftentimes in in downtown areas, for a business like a juice bar where you're not a restaurant, you're not really known as being the sit-down meet a bunch of friends and you know hang out for a while kind of location now you can kind of be right because there are starbucks um, type locations and actually the brand starbucks in downtown areas where people do like to meet it does happen Um, but that's not always people's primary goal because generally that tends to be in terms of people who live downtown single people or couples but they generally don't have families yet and so they don't need as much space and they tend to also be on the go. They're moving a lot. And juice bars usually are busy from breakfast time to mostly lunchtime. And then towards the evening, you might have some sales, but it's not that much. So if you're in a downtown area, generally speaking, you don't require that much space. Rents in areas that are downtown, because the population density is high, tends to also be higher. So the larger your space gets, the more expensive it's going to be. So while you may have a desire to be that Starbucks type of location downtown, it's going to get pretty expensive. So you're going to need to be aware of that. One thing that I want to mention is that I will later on talk about kind of standard and ideal sizes. But for now, I just want to talk about different scenarios and things to think about. Okay. So that's the first consideration is where your location is going to be. Likewise, as I just discussed, being in a downtown environment, you might be in a suburban or rural environment where the opposite tends to be true, where people are driving to your location. It's more of a destination point. It might be families that are visiting you, in which case, you know, parents with kids generally like and need to have a bit more space, right? So, You want to take that into account when it comes to designing your environment and also thinking about how much space you actually need. Another aspect of this that is relevant is related to what your brand intention is and what your customer experience is in terms of what you desire because if you want to have a company that's going to facilitate Speaking events where you can educate your community on the benefits of health. Well, having a little bit more space is going to be helpful for that. If you don't have a lot of space, you won't be able to fit a lot of people. And then if you're having an event, customers are coming in, it feels crowded. It doesn't really work as much. Not to say you can't do it, obviously you always do the best you can with what you have, but having the foresight to understand what's really important to you and your brand and customer experience will give you a little bit more awareness on what size location you want and need. And so let's move on to talk about the implications of sizes when it comes to your finances So it should go without saying, and it should be pretty obvious, but if it's not, the bigger your location is, the more money it's going to cost you in many realms. Okay, The first thing is, it's going to cost you more money when it comes to material costs just for construction. If you've got a 500 square foot location versus a 1500 square foot location, well, 1500 square feet, that's three times more. So you're going to invest three times more than you would in the previous scenario. The other thing to think about is time, right? If you are investing more money in materials and the space is larger, you're also going to be investing more time, generally speaking in the construction because there's just more to do. Okay. That is generally obvious. The next thing that's not so obvious as it relates to this is how this impacts your labor and other costs, Okay, when you've got more space, it just takes more energy to maintain, which means you need more people or the people that you do have are gonna be working longer and harder to maintain that space, right? If it comes to cleaning, okay, I've gotta mop the floor. If I'm cleaning a floor in a 500-square-foot juice bar, it's very different than if I'm cleaning the floor in a 1,500-square-foot juice bar, right? Everything is expanded. How much soap do I need? How many mop heads am I going to go through, right? You can just kind of go on and on and on, right? The bigger the space is, the more it's going to cost you, not just to construct, but to maintain from a material standpoint and a labor standpoint. So it's very important to really get clear in the very beginning on what kind of concept you're looking to execute on. And in turn, how much space you actually need, which is what we're gonna talk about now in terms of standard sizes and what um, kind of sales you can look at, et cetera, based on the size of the business. Okay. So, okay, so first question that you may be curious about is how small could I go, essentially? And I can tell you, we've had, I've owned some pretty small juice bars and I've also helped clients. Create some pretty small juice bar businesses. Now, building smaller juice bar businesses is actually, in many ways, a bit more difficult than building larger ones from a creative standpoint, but that's not the focus of this episode. And so I'll just kind of plant that seed for now. But, point being, is you can do a lot of volume in a smaller space if you organize it correctly and have the right systems and processes. For our first juice bar location, we had about 400 square feet plus a patio, which maybe came out to you know another 200 square feet. And we were able to do close to $3,000, and we could have done more in, in a given day, right? So with a small juice bar like that, and it had a bathroom as well. There was a bathroom in the back, so it wasn't just, you know, purely... 400 square feet of production space our retail space was very small which you know was probably less than ideal but it still worked we made it work and um so hopefully that gives you some context into you know probably on the lower end what you can consider the other thing that i didn't mention earlier that is important to all of this is really understanding what volume of business you're planning on doing because if you have a small space and you're planning on doing a lot of business, let's say you know that location would probably max out closer to about three um, to about four thousand dollars a day. There are clients we have that are doing much more than this. They might be doing five to six thousand dollars a day. That location probably wouldn't have been able to handle that. So if you are in an uh, area where you think the demand is going to be really high and that's your goal, and um, you know in some ways these are kind of good problems to have, but to be aware that you know, certain locations will max themselves out in terms of how much sales you can do because you just run out of storage space. If many of you know my story, when I had my juice truck initially before we opened our first storefront, we would sell 800 to to $1,000 a day, and then we would kind of be maxed out. We couldn't sell more than that. And so that was sort of the thing that got us to the place where it was like, okay, now we need to open a storefront. Um... And we got close to maxing that, that first location out, but we didn't. So you can do a lot, but there's, you know, a creative art form to uh, managing your inventory and your menu and your processes appa- uh, appropriately to really get the most efficiency out of a smaller space. Okay. So um, that's the first thing to think about on the larger side, in terms of, you know, clients and averages, Fifteen hundred to two thousand square feet is usually where people max out because you're you're not a full-on restaurant, and or maybe you are. You know, maybe you're thinking about opening up a healthy restaurant or cafe or takeout space, and you want to have a lot of seating. Then yeah, having a, a bigger space will facilitate that, and that's fine. Um, just considering all the financials and, and the numbers around the business concept makes sense. So. That's the next thing in terms of kind of low range, high range, and then the average is really between. So the average that we observe is usually between, you know, 800 square feet to maybe 1,200 square feet, give or take. So you might have 700, you might have 1,300 or 1,400, but that's usually the average size for a juice bar within the industry. You might have a unique concept that does demand that you have a little bit more space. That's okay, but at least now you understand the implications of having more space from a financial standpoint and management standpoint, and you can really take that into account. So you're making an educated decision and, um, you know, walking in eyes wide open, as they say. And so I hope this gives you guys a little bit more insight into why having a bigger, smaller location or any variation of that size location is going to play a role in how much you invest, not only upfront in the construction, but really how much it costs to maintain that location from a uh, material standpoint and a labor standpoint. And also what the implications are around just customer service times and everything else. Because the more someone has to move around a space, the more time it takes to do everything. And I know that it might seem small, but you compound that over time and it, it starts to, to accumulate. So having the right size location for your model is very important. I hope this has been insightful if you guys do need help you can reach out to me personally at andrew at start dot we have a full spectrum development firm we help our clients do everything from start to finish and so if you just want to reach out and have a conversation to talk about how we might be able to support you i would love to hear from you and that's all for today hope you guys are happy and healthy i'll see you at the next episode